Welcome back, my friends, to Galarian. To Nexus House as four Pathfinders plus a badger and a rat appear in an incandescent flash through the teleportation sigils connecting it to the Grand Lodge. There are four such Pathfinders stepping off. Pathfinders that we have watched grow and change in small and not-so-subtle ways over these last many months. There is H2-723. How does H2 look now different than how she has looked before? I don't think that she looks terribly different, except maybe her chassis a little more scuffed than usual. I think most of the things that have happened uh, and wrought changes on her have been more mental changes. I don't think that up until this point she's had any particular interest or care for other people, but it's become quite clear at the very least from the outside, even if she doesn't necessarily acknowledge it, that the Pathfinders she's traveling with have come under her protection, come hell or high water. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah. And next to H2, a little bit lower, a lot a bit lower, holding a, uh, a thunder mace and accompanied by a little badger who is no longer so little. In fact, a badger the size of a mastiff is our druid, Calamus Palm. Calamus, how have the seasons changed you? Uh, the first most obvious thing is that Digsby is the size of a Great Dane now. Um, <laughs> Calamus is probably riding atop the back of Digsby and looking a little bit more comfortable in foreign scapes probably hadn't left the forest much before this but now seems to have a little bit more confidence still as sassy as ever mm -hmm. uh physically i don't know that anything much about calamus has changed the color of their flower continues to change randomly but mostly digsby digsby has changed <laughs> digsby big boy walking around with all the confidence of a badger that is bigger than many people <laughs> Big boy. And beside Calamus Palm, uh, shading him in her voluminous wizard's hat, is our Melinda Melrose. How's Mindy doing? Mindy's doing bad, <laughs> but um, she looks frazzled. She looks a little less put together than she was at the start of the adventure. Her hair is a little bit less than perfectly curled. Not that she has to curl her hair much, but like, you know, it's very frizzy. She's not caring for it as well as she should be, you know, mm. on the road. She's, you know, her clothing is a little bit, you know, must. She's she's just like not her like perfectly put together self. She looks tired mm. and a little nervous. Yeah, no kidding. And then finally on Melinda's other side. Wrapped in a little lavender headscarf, big old ears, and a bigger personality. Ist of the Crooked Toe Tribe. 
How you doing? There's something about being at Nexus House, being back in Quantium, that has a spring in East Step. They're always pretty energetic, but there's something about being here and what they have to do that just seems to like have them lit up a little bit. There is, though, I wouldn't say she carries herself taller than she used to. Definitely has the vibe of, yeah, I may be three foot one, but there's like heavy scarring on one of her ears now that wasn't there when this adventure started. And there might be a slight more awareness of her fellow pathfinders in the emotional sense. Not to say that she's massively tuned in, but she's gotten better at navigating that as well as her own. Josie, she's possibly a little ahead of the rest of the group as they leave the teleportation circle. Fantastic. met here as always by the Vashvatom of Nexus House Sebnet Sansrakot, a brown skinned gnome with long braided hair with golden threads woven through it and a ton of uh, glittery jingly golden jewelry both on her face and her ears and her wrists basically everywhere that you can have gold jeweled jewelry she's wearing it and she says I am so glad that you have come. It is Good that you were able to get here on such quick notice. Uh, we must thank the Grand Lodge for their assistance in organizing these teleportations so quickly, one after the other. Do you, are you feeling any um, teleportation sickness? Or do you need to lie down for a second before we begin? She looks at Mindy. <laughs> also looks at Mindy. Um, I I think I'll be okay. I'll be all right. She just always looks like that. <laughs> she didn't look like that last time. <laughs> it's been a couple of days. <laughs> it's it's been it's been a rough journey. Um perhaps I should lay down before we start. <laughs> she starts like going to like creep away, like, don't look at me. <laughs> oh. Um yes, of course. Uh you you and your, your um comrades have a, a guest suite uh in Nexus House ready for you. Uh, I'll get some mint tea set up. Mindy looks like she's re- she's like waiting for the axe to drop. Um, and yeah, and so you see actually um, some kind of glittery, uh, flowing like animated ribbons. Um, one like gently r- wraps around your wrist and tugs you in the direction of your suite. Um, if you remember from previously, Nexus House has a more like has less staff in it than many Pathfinder uh, uh, houses uh, lodges because it is so heavily enchanted with like automated service. And so instead of getting a porter to show you to your room, you've just got this like enchanted ribbon. Cool. 
uh, I follow the ribbon with like a last nervous glance at my party, <laughs> sort of an awkward half smile and say, um, I'll see you all in a bit. And I scurry off. Seems she's handling everything that happened last week very well. <laughs> and what was it that happened last week? Oh, you're still oh, here. we were. <laughs> yeah, no. This is my... Calamus, I'm the venture captain. Ah, yes, hi. <laughs> we were in uh, Uslav, as you're probably made aware, and uh, Mindy's got a little bit of family history over there that I don't think she was... Uh, quite prepared to be reckoning with or for us to be reckoning with so mm, I see um, well I I suppose I can go and, and prepare um, Elira for your meeting if you wanted to do something else in the meantime um, or, or maybe check in on your your comrade I, mean, I think she's done talking to me but uh, no gesture to age two and Calamus. Um I, on the other hand, want to talk to my favorite skull. Yeah, have hmm. you have you seen me ever try to comfort anyone? No, there's a reason for that. I'll talk to the skull too. <laughs> this isn't so all yours, H two. H two shrugs. Impeccable. So you would prefer to have our meeting missing part of your number. Oh, we were just. Oh no, we like, don't have to start the match. I just want to catch up. Have you ever talked to her? She's hilarious. I have talked to her at great length. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of somebody who is so done <laughs> with the talking skull. <laughs> Someone, please take this thing away. Hmm. I think H two will go after Mindy. To check on her, but uh, she just kind of doesn't say anything as she leaves. Uh, just goes off and tries to to find where Mindy's suite is. I mean, it's all of your suite. It's a shared suite. That's why it's a, that's why it's, it's it's a suite and not a room. Uh, okay, so goes off in search of our suite and. Uh, doesn't knock on the door when she gets there just kind of steps in where is Mindy uh I would say that Mindy is like oh this gives me an interesting opportunity to do this um I would say that Mindy was in the middle of getting changed for like a nap so let's say that she is in the do we have like separate beds yeah it's like a bunk room yeah. almost okay so, but with like a, but with like a with like a little kitchenette and a seating area. Okay, so we all sleep in the same like room still. It's just like mm-hmm. there's bunks and then there's the stuff and then it's okay. Um just trying to decide whether or not Mindy would take her gloves off in this moment. And I think she might be absent enough of thought to do so. So you can see that Mindy's got like burn scarring all up and down her arms. Uh, and she sort of like whirls around when the door opens without a knock and goes and is like holding her hands over her chest like, oh, oh, um, H2, uh, hi, hello. We were worried about you. Really? You were? Some of us were worried about you. 
sounds more accurate. <sighs> so did they choose you to tell me that I'm no longer wanted here? No one is unwanted. However, your behavior is concerning. Mm. Yes, well, not um, exactly what I expected going into, well, going home. Mindy just sort of, like, sighs and sits down in her bed and, like, lets her hair hang in front of her face. She's not wearing her hat anymore. It's off to the side on the bed. <sighs> she puts her glasses back on. I mean, what what do you want me to say here? I don't, um... She looks a little... She looks up at H2 now. Lost. If the issue is that that was your home, you can change where your home is. That does not have to be your home anymore. I imagine, um, Ist told you the rest of it, though? H2 shrugs. Mindy just sort of... <laughs> Gods bless you, H2. You're always so... Things are so easy with you. I reach over and, like, pat H2 on the back of the hand, like, thank you, I suppose, for your, uh, for your unique style of pep talk. <sighs> Things are always so, well, if you've nothing to say about it, then I, I suppose, for now, I have nothing to say on the matter either. She, like, puts her gloves back on. Who you choose to be is none of my concern. My only concern is that you are well enough to have my back as I would have your back. I am well enough to be back. Mindy, uh, puts her gloves back on and says, Well, let's, uh, go face the music then together, shall we? Is talking to Alira Hav, which you would consider facing the music? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just keeps going. H2 follows, doesn't say anything else. A beautiful moment between two, two compatriots. <laughs> Jesus. Alright, so it sounds like we're all we're all headed for meeting with Aliraha and Sansarkat. Yes. So, you all head into the uh, meeting room uh, where Aliraha and Kalamis and Ish are almost certainly just shooting the shit, making puns, mm -hmm. being nonsensical. Does sound like us. That sound like you guys. Um, yes. uh, okay, let me say we like playing cards or something, and I, my mage hand, or if Alirahar <laughs> can now do mage hand, is doing yeah, that. Yeah, can oh has definitely God. got mage hand back. Cool. And yeah, playing cards. Mm -hmm. Incredible. What a what a beautiful use of magic. Truly. I thought you were napping. Oh! Did you rest your weary bones? <laughs> I've rested my weary bones enough, I believe. 
All right, well, we can deal you in if you want, but I'll have you know, this one cheats. Points at Sebnet, who is not playing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We could, so you could continue your game of tower, but there's also, you know, the fact that um, you were called here for an assignment. There will be likely time for socialization uh, afterwards. Start scooping the cards up. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, How easily does Alira relinquish her cards? Um, she, <laughs> Alira. Um, let's it go, and then Semna Semit stops and picks her up and shakes out a second another card out of her eye socket. <laughs> I was just saving that. Mm-hmm. I love her. It's it's a rare foil, you know. It's triple S rank. Cheater. Got it in my gotchas. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so now we're all here. What exactly is it we're going to be doing? All right. So. First, a quick recap. You all know, uh, once called Zikariz, now known to be Aliraha, one of the Arc Lords of Nex. Uh, you recently uh, were dispatched in assisting her in recovering her lost memories. And Aliraha rattles and shakes and she's like, That's right, I up and lost my head, but you helped me put the pieces of it back together. But in turn, I have also remembered why I lost it in the first place. See, I was doing research on true names and had just hit a breakthrough, so someone else wanted to get a hold of my work to use for some sort of evil plan. Needless to say, I didn't agree with that, and I tried to lock my research away by erasing memory of myself until the time was right to let my studies out. And now that her memories have been restored, it's likely that the rest of her research can be as well. So that's where you all come in. We would like for you to take a Liraha and go to her former manor to find the pieces of her research and restore her true name before anyone else finds those notes. Um, also, we have just received uh, through um, teleportation a letter from Iando Klein of the Vigilant Seal and Fuller Barun of the Anvil's Alliance uh, addressed to you. Uh, regarding additional uh, objectives for this mission. Never just one fucking thing, is it? <laughs> I say happily reaching out for the letter. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, single target in- endeavors are for lesser adventurers. Um, and while you're looking at those, and if you want to read uh, those out, I will also uh, prepare the questions that it um, expects you to want to ask. All right. Uh, From Iando Klein uh, of the Vigilant Seal. Greetings, Pathfinders. I wish to bid you good luck on your upcoming challenges. Your mission is to aid Arclord Aliraha is, of course, of paramount importance. There is, however, a troubling aspect. If you haven't already, I'm soon you will soon learn that her research concerns true names, a dangerous area of magical research, though one promising great power as well. Alera's research has already shown its appeal as a target for those who would use it for twisted ends. Our night hag foe is but one of those who would steal the research if given the opportunity. I need you to convince Alera of the severity of this danger and of the safety and security that we would afford her research here in Skyreach. I would be incredibly grateful were you to secure an agreement with her to store her new 
store her true name research in the vaults here at the Grand Lodge. Though we do not want to threaten the goodwill we've built and that you will continue building with her, please do your utmost to convince her to keep her research safe with us. Good luck and stay safe out there, Eando Klein of the Vigilant Seal. I can read the other one. Warmest greetings, Pathfinders. I hope my letter finds you all in good spirits once you have arrived in Quantium. I know you are all being sent out to help our new ally, Aliraha, and I want to wish you all the best of luck in restoring Aliraha to her former self. I write you now to request that you do whatever you can to prove that she can trust and rely on the Pathfinder Society as allies. As an Arc Lord of Nex, she makes a valuable ally for us, and I would like us to be able to call on each other for aid in the future. If you could help her recover as much of her research as possible, I think she'll be grateful and understand that we're an organization in which she can put her, her faith. As such, I trust you all to do whatever you can to build Aliraha's faith in our society's competence. Even should fewer scraps of her research prove critical to restoring her, do your utmost to find every bit until she confirms she has it all. That should probably demonstrate the society's skill and dedication. Best regards, Fola Baroon of the Envoys Alliance. Okay. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I've also shared, and so yeah, so you were like you were like reading those amongst yourselves, um, not where Alira Aha can just like overhear you just saying them out loud, because uh, <laughs> that might you know color her expectations of what you're doing. Perhaps. Yeah, I would I would have just passed mine around. That's why I didn't read it in ist voice, not just cowardice on my part. For sure. Valid. Uh, and yeah, and so there's um, four looks like four questions that it uh, it has for you if you if you'd like to ask any uh, others. Um, are we expecting any kind of danger when we're going to your home? I'm assuming yes, but like what kind? Well, I mean, I am an exceptionally powerful older wizard, so there's all kinds of magic in my old manner. But don't worry, I haven't let all that power go to my head. Um, uh, you see, like, uh, Sevnet just goes. <clears throat> anyway, I don't expect any of that to be too much trouble to any of you. Since all memory of me was erased and until recently, I suspect it's just been abandoned all this time. The only thing I would worry about is if someone tried to break in there during all this time, there might be one or two of my magical defenses active. But there shouldn't be too much of a problem, especially with how magically warded I made sure to keep the place. So you are sure that the place is still there and it's not like had somebody else move in in the end. Oh. How long has it been, by the way? Uh, how long has it been? Um, <laughs> it's it indeterminate. It's, it's been a while. Uh-huh. Um, like probably like between like a like around a year. Um, says, oh, okay. Well, the beauty of being wiped from the memory of everyone around for months means it's likely no one would have known the place was even empty. I suspect most people just thought it was that crazy wizard house that's always been there whose owner no one could remember. Frankly, I'm a bit disappointed that it'll lose that reputation now. I mean, what wizard doesn't want to be so mysterious that no one even dare approach their home? <laughs> I'm still... Sadly, too much of a public figure to keep that up, though, so I guess I'll just have to let it recover its prior reputation as Ark Lord Elira Hazabod. I feel like the other two questions are questions that are for people who may not necessarily have played the previous, uh, the yeah, previous yeah. module. Very fair. 
Because, like, we know we know she's really a powerful wizard, and we know what Arc Lords are from our last excursion here. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, so in that case, uh, you don't need to ask those. Um, I'm going to uh, riff on one of them, because um, mm-hmm. it seems prudent to ask. Um, so with memories of you being back in the world and all, is there any chance any of your uh, fellow Ark Lords are going to come calling? What should we be looking out for? Well, um, I admittedly... Uh, so, so most of the Ark Lords... Descendants as they are of the household workers in Nex's own original palace. Um, Nex, of course, being the wizard king who founded the country uh, in antiquity. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them supposedly have notes and scrolls left behind by Nex himself and sought to sway the nation's politics towards what they suspected he would have wanted. You might say we make up the bones of the government. <laughs> oh, my God. Though I had more important things to do than spend my time at politicking, and naturally I have absolutely no idea what the others have been up to lately. I've been sitting around in this skull for long enough that I couldn't possibly have kept up with any of that, even if I had wanted to. Which, considering, um, in the last few days since my name was returned, nothing has happened of great import to me. Presume that the uh, feeling goes both ways. All right. Fair enough. Something to be said for people that need to focus on playing politics rather than petty squabbles. Indeed. Uh, And if you'd like, you could also make an arcana or society check to recall knowledge about the Ark Lords. I can do that. Hell yeah. Uh, And just just kind of a, hey, that's a success. Um, so since many Ark Lords, uh, many are involved in politics, they are known to have a tradition of being overly cautious with their living spaces, covering them with wards, alarms, and many kinds of magical defenses to keep themselves and especially their research secrets safe. Cool. That's fine. So probably, even if there's not like, you know, if there's no one's burgled the place, well, it probably still... There's going to be some like traps and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Noted. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, if that is all uh, the questions we have, I will return to my duties. You will take Liraha out of Nexus House uh, and back to her home. <laughs> Not really anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please take this skull away. We've all had people at our house that wououldn't please leave. Please leave, but we're too polite to actually ask. I Ooh. deeply respect her as a, as a, as a, as a mystic uh, <laughs> practitioner, but man, she doesn't even have to eat, and yet all of the corn chips are gone. <laughs> Not the corn chips! <laughs> I like the crunch! Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, and so, uh, uh, yeah, she says she, she kind of very politely shoes you out of Nexus house, uh, and points you into the, to the north where Liraha's mansion, uh, lies. Uh, it's about a half an hour walk from Nexus house. 
Um, do you have any conversations or, or like, you know, you're in next, you're in the greatest, you know, magical city in the world. You, if you wanted, you could run over to the, uh, the merchants league and pick up any gear that you wanted to, uh, plumb the, the secrets of this old wizard house. Oh yeah. We got money. We've been getting we subtly paid and stuff. We do yeah. have money. 146 gold. You've been paid for every one of these, uh, and every one of these adventures. You, you get, you get uh, a salary or a commission, I guess. Shopping montage. <gasps> God, sure could be. No, <laughs> Zach's Listen. shaking his head, so maybe not. <laughs> I wasn't shaking my head. I, was, I said, sure could be. Okay, I didn't hear you. All I saw was like this. <laughs> no, I was looking behind to. Uh, Two screens. Looking between two screens. Um, okay. Absolutely. This is, you know, in next, you can buy whatever you want. It's a, it's a, you know, it's maybe not as broad a, um, a place as the, uh, what's it called? Uh, as, as Absalom's Grand Bazaar, but it is, you know, a very, you can get anything arcane here for sure. I spent all my money in Ustalov, I think. <laughs> Because I have a shiny great sword and no money, so I must have spent it at the end of last session. <laughs> well, do you have cool any cool gear that you you must have picked up then? Yeah, um, I picked up a plus one striking great sword. So, oh yeah, nice. That's fun. A very powerful sword. Which is why I have no money. Can I see if there's any like? Cool wizard staffs here. Yeah, absolutely. If you would go to the uh, the website, uh, uh, Archives of Nethys, you can go to Equipment, Staves, and uh, there are a fair amount of level four and level three staves. I mean, you could buy you could buy one that costs more than that, but like those are the ones that are generally within your budget. Okay. Uh, staves. Sorry, I've just noticed that one of these is called the Bagpipes of Turmoil, which is very funny. Um, uh, yes. I'm not going for that one, but it is very funny. <laughs> that is a that is a spell a spell stave that is an instrument. It sure it's is. A, it's called a coda. I I I feel like I see this in the store, and I point it out to my companions, and I'm like. I'm not going to buy this, but, like, what if, though? What if? What if, indeed? Um, the, the one thing you got to know about um, spell staves, though, is that they need the spell on the spells on them need to be on your spell list. So it has to be an arcane spell. Okay. For you to be able to cast it. Yeah. Which is usually not an issue unless you like, grab, like, a spell, a staff of healing or something. <laughs> Basically, all of the level four staves here are also musical instruments. What, all of them? There's a mandolin, a flute, pipes, a lute, drums, bagpipes. Not all yeah, of they, them, but most they of them. They added a bunch of stuff in, in, treasure, in the Treasure Vault book. <laughs> Not all of them, but most of them are, are big instruments for some reason. Ooh, there's one called Poisoner's Staff, but there's a, there's a, it's a spoiler or something. That's that's from uh, that's from Agents of Edgewatch. Why is the staff of healing got a necromancy trait on it? Healing <laughs> magic healing is, is necromancy. Yeah. Oh, because it prevents that's death. Cool. 
if you think of it that way. Yeah, like restoration, restoration, remove disease, those are all necromancy. You're like dealing with life energy. We had this whole conversation when starting up uh, our first rumware season because it was like, wait, Cora is doing necromantic magic, but also necromancy is not good in this city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, an interesting... That. Go on, Zach, please. Uh, there's an interesting um, thing about that in uh, in this setting. Setting in Geb, the uh, country uh, to the south, past Alkenstar and the Mana Wastes, uh, it is ruled by a ghost wizard, um, and it is a city of the undead where it is illegal to cast positive magic. Oh, because it could kill the whole city. It could hurt. It could hurt, <laughs> it could hurt the, the people of the city. Yeah. Wow. Because they're like, you know, because it's like zombies and ghouls and vampires and all sorts of other undead. Interesting. Okay, Mm -hmm. I also don't want this, but I want to give a shout out to the wig of holding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Calvin wants that. (laughs) But it can hold up to four bulk without increasing the weight of the wig itself. Oh my god. That's fantastic. Your hair could be big because it is full of secret items. That is <laughs> so cool. My cat that just needs incredible. big hair. I'm just imagining Calamus with a big bouffant wig now. <laughs> like a big beehive. Good. Yes. Yeah, I don't really want any of these staffs, but I feel like I feel like Mindy does have a fun time looking at them and pointing at them to her companions and then goes, I don't think I want any of these. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Mindy, as you as you're going around, you do stop for a second as one staff kind of catches your eye—a twisted, mm-hmm. blackened length of of wood with motes of fire flicking off its its surface. That's pretty. Oh. I that did catch my eye. <laughs> and fire has been kind of instrumental in your life. True. I consider the fire staff. All right, fine. I grab it, bring it up to the cool. st- to the to the front. You should always listen to things that call out to you in your mind. Oh yeah, for sure. This will be fine. I spent a long time looking at that one and considering it as well too. Like I was sitting here, like, do I want this? I do mm-hmm. you can right. use an interact action to touch the tip to any flammable substance and ignite it? Yeah, I do like that. Um, yeah, so you bring it to uh, the um, proprietor of, uh, of Saul Staffs. Saul Staffs, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Love it. As a gnome, his name is Saul. Saul uh, Penanides, and he says, "Hey, so you're gonna get a fire staff, huh? Good. It's good. It's good for you. Fire keeps us alive, right? It keeps us good warm in the dead of night." It was the first sure. thing that the ancient Kellids learned. It was the first thing that yeah. brought us from, you know, well, not us. I'm a gnome. You're <laughs> a human. I think I can't tell anymore. Um, I like this guy. <laughs> I, I sort of pull my hair a little bit back so you can see the ears. Ah, okay. So uh, kind of, uh, maybe not as, kind maybe of. not as, maybe not as uh, fully resonant as it could have been, but you know, fire. He, like, sets off a firecracker. Woo! All right, so this comes pre-charged. 
<laughs> fires gun into the air. Yeah, literally. <laughs> this comes pre-charged with uh, with two charges. Uh, have, you, have you used one of these before, young lady? Um, no. So the charges, uh, a lot, you can expend one charge per rank of the spell to cast the spell. It also comes with preloaded with a cantrip, the Produce Flame cantrip, and that one's free. And just the ambient magic of the staff allows you to use it. Okay. Yes. So that'll be 60 gold. Pay the guy 60 gold. Fantastic. Uh, he goes and he throw he like, um, puts it in a bag, whips the bag over his head, and hurls it into the other, another room, and you hear something crash. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um, what do I do with my current staff is the real question. <laughs> do you have a, a, like a, like a non-magical staff, or is it just a... I have, uh, I have, like, my, my current, it's kind of more of a walking stick, really, but I do use it to cast my spells. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you could, you could just stow it, right? Or you could... That's true, I could just stow it. You could try to combine it with your current, with your new staff. Two sticks. One of them immediately catches on fire and burns to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a, give me an arcana check. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not very good. You kind of you just kind of clack them together. <laughs> cool. One of them ends up singed. I look at it, sort of put it on my back. Like, all right, I got two staffs now. Two sticks. You also drop it off at Nexus House and be like, "Can you guys watch this for me, thanks?" You sure could. I gotta say, this is pretty terrific. Holding two staffs. <laughs> Dual wielding. <sighs> No, I need one of my hands. Um. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, is anyone else buying anything? Having a quick look at some stuff. Apologies. Like looking at like consumables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Potions are so useful. I'm basically looking for something that could help uh, with what we've got to do, like uh, any consumable protective stuff. Mm-hmm. There isn't, or it's not available at this level, any sort of, like, wand of uh, opening or whatever. So. Well, I mean, you could always, what, how, what, level, is, what level is Knock? Uh, knock is a second level spell. Yeah, Knock's a second level spell. So that would be, that would be 160 gold. Yeah. So not as useful. You could always pick, grab some spell scrolls, of scrolls that you think will be useful. Mm-hmm. First level spell is four gold. A second level spell is twelve. A third level is thirty. A fourth level is seventy. Okay. Um. And here's an important thing: as long as it's an occult spell, you can buy a spell scroll of any level. Okay. Uh. Well, um. I definitely want to get a, a knock spell uh, scroll for sure. Like I have access to the spell anyway, but if it's a spell slot, I don't have to to use so mm-hmm. absolutely you said that was 12 oh yeah find a place selling spell scrolls and start flicking mm. th- you know like when you go to a record store and you flick or a comic book store and you flick through all the stuff imagine that visual just like fingers going mm. really fast through the racks absolutely. cool so you buy some sprawl scrolls uh mm. mindy buys the staff does calamus get anything from this 
deeply arcane industrial city? Um, I guess I'll just ask if there's anything that uh, calls out to me the way it did for Mindy, because hmm. that might be the motivation Calamus has. Calamus is not very materialistic. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, I'm not sure. So, I mean, you can tell me, what is, if Calamus is looking for something, uh, is there anything, anything that he wants to be able to do? Any, any like, anything he thinks he's missing? Um, I don't know. They, uh... They, sorry. They might be more inclined to honestly just share their money with the others who might need it, because they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kind of stuff isn't really their vibe, so maybe when H2 gets back, if H2 has anything they're looking for, Calamus would probably offer to finance anything, or if anyone else has something that they're short on. Um, I would suggest, um, given that we're going to be dealing with wards and stuff, a couple of scrolls of Dispel Magic would probably be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And and we can, and all three of us casters can use that because dispel magic is on all the spell lists. So, mm. okay. Uh, you said second level spell scrolls were uh, twelve gold, Zach. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to grab a scroll of comprehend language, the one that I already mentioned, uh, the knock spell. How much? Sorry, was a level one spell. Uh, I think four gold. Okay, thank you. Oh, this is cool. Hmm. I found a um, Aeon Stone that might be useful for Ist. Oh. Uh, the Azure Briolette Aeon Stone. Okay. Uh, it gives you a, a new reaction. Uh, and when an enemy saves, it fails its save against a mental spell you cast using one of your spell slots. You gain temporary hit points equal to twice the spell's level until your next turn. That is cool, but I don't have enough gold for that. Yeah. I don't have anything I'd be inclined to trade either for our listeners and for friends who might be like, hey, how much? It's 85 gold. Uh, Mm. So. Yeah. For sure. I'm just, um, yeah, I'm just now, I'm looking at stuff that might be useful. Yeah, no, uh, of course. Uh, I'm just dropping something that I happen to have. Oh, I, I did not put a full description of it. I mean, it's like what, Anya? What do you? What do you think? Is there anything that Calmus is is not good at that you would like them to be better at, or is good at that you would like them to be better at? Um, I mean, I'm good with Jade's idea because I already have my cantrips, and they do not include dispel magic. So it would be good to oh, have. Sure. And then you don't have to prepare it as a spell to cast. How uh, how much is each one? Twelve. Uh, it's a second level spell, so it's twelve gold. Okay, so I can get math three. I don't think there's an item for that. How much gold have you got? I have got 38 written here. <laughs> then you could get three if you wanted. Okay. And... But if there are any other spells you like, you could also get like a he oh maybe not heal but if there's any other second level spells you like that you don't want to have to prepare you could just grab a scroll of that 
Oh, don't worry. I've already got most of my spell slots prepared with heal because of y'all. <laughs> well, then, if there's something else that you would like that's on your spell list that you didn't prepare, you might be able to find a scroll of that. Okay. Like, have a look at your spell list, like the primal spell list, and just see if anything strikes you as being helpful. Um, Zach, my third thing I'll grab is a scroll of sea invisibility. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, sea invisibility, a knock, and darkness. Wonderful. Oh, you know what? Can I get one of the darkness? Because I can never see. Uh, of dark vi- yeah i've got darknesses in to make things dark you might want to scroll of dark vision mm. makes sense cool just a subtle difference <laughs> if if you want to see it'll be a dark vision scroll oh and for funsies uh this might oh wait no it is uh can i get is there anywhere selling star grenades zach star grenades Mm-hmm. what is a star grenade uh, unusual gunpowder bomb, usually marked with a star. They basically can do um, two 25-foot lines. Uh, increases oh. the splash damage. That, uh, you still tackle, aim at one uh, thing. Give me, a, give, me a, give me a diplomacy check. Hell yeah. <laughs> like trying to buy fireworks? <laughs> Just like... Mm. Something. Something like... That's a 21. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, you find... A um, little stall off to the side of the Merchants League, kind of like barely on the outskirts, with a mm-hmm. big sign written on it that says Chain Reaction. Oh, my new favorite place. Uh, and uh-huh. th- there is sitting on a little stool behind it, kind of fiddling with some stuff, uh, soot and like motor oil on their face with like big... Uh, jingly earrings with different like tools hanging off them on hooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a goblin. Uh, trying to just like. Uh, I'll I'll do the sign as well. Um, I know a lot of the bomb making goblins I know tend to have a little bit in the way of hearing loss, or a lot ah! in the way of hearing loss. So I'll be like. Finally, a good-looking face in this town. <laughs> As I approach, hello. I did this. Hi, I can't hear you. As uh, so I did the sign language. Uh, uh, ah. uh, um. Yeah, and they and they say like, "Hello, hello, 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 and welcome to the town." You know, they you know they're signing very, very quickly. But you're you know, and you're partially you're also a psychic, so you can you can kind of like, uh, I don't uh-huh. know, you're not tele you're not telepathic, are you? No. No, no, but like, still, like it, it helps. Like even just feeling the 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 like kinetic energy around their hands. Uh, mm-hmm. says, Hello and welcome to Chain Reaction. Love the name. What would you like to destroy today? Well, I'm about to go check out a house which has potentially got either burglars or uh, stuff that might do me harm. So I was looking for a property damage. Property damage. Uh. uh. Any kind of green... I'm not interested in fire, necessarily. Well, no, I say that. Of course I'm interested in fire. Um, do you have any star grenades? Oh. Alkenstar stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. And he... Uh, he um, 
puts out, yeah, these little gunpowder bombs marked with a four-pointed star on their surface exp- that explode in the shape of a cross. So they got this, and I got this, and he, he like pulls out a lesser one and a moderate one and a greater one, which is 250 gold. I point to the uh, the moderate one, just just the one. Oh, just the one? Okay. Um, I've also got, and then he pulls out a blunderbuss. Oh, things I shouldn't have but desperately want. Oh. Have you ever seen a goblin gun? No, we sort of try to keep things on the DL at home. And uh, some of my brothers and sisters are not intelligent enough to be trusted with a firearm. Mm. I've got, so I've got right here, the big boom gun, uh, which is a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is a comically oversized hand cannon with a heavily reinforced barrel. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, it, says, it can blow the fuck out of anything within 20 feet. And I've also got a spoon gun. Um, and he holds up a gun, another handgun that is... So you put forks and knives and chopsticks in this side, and they all go everywhere. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, how much is the uh, the blunderbuss? The big one? The big boom gun is ten gold pieces. But that's without any enchantments. <sighs> Look, I cannot in good consciousness get a spoon gun before this trip. I will, however, get one to take home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to take... That I will give to my siblings. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Spoon gun shoots a little further, but it, it but it's you know, it's it scatters. And does it just use um what what kind of ammunition does it use? Cutlery. No no the other one. The other one. Oh, Big boom. Bullets. How much are bullets? Um uh ten bullets is about uh I think a silver piece. Here's the downside, uh right, is that um it is a um martial weapon. It is a martial weapon, yeah. So I would be using it at what, a minus two? You would be using it uh with just your um Dexterity, no proficiency. No proficiency, yeah. <sighs> I mean I've got you know, less cool, easier to use guns. Okay, but like how cool would I look with it is the thing. It really, I'm You'd all about like the showmanship. Well, I mean, here's what you could do, right? You could take this and mm-hmm. start practicing with it and get really good and maybe, you know, uh, figure out how to use it with uh, more. It might not be useful today, but it could be useful with after a few weeks of practice. Sold. <laughs> all right. I'll maybe just take the, uh, the lesser style grenade then. But that and the ancestor, just a little bit of ammo. Cool. Are you getting the big boom gun or the spoon gun? How much is the spoon gun and how much is the big boom gun? Uh, they're both ten. Um, will he offer me a partial trade for anything I've got so I can get both? Well, what have you got? Uh, I've got a scroll. Like, can he do spell casting? Would he be interested? Because I have. He is not a spellcaster, which is why he's on the far like edge yeah. of the of the market. Uh, I will offer up uh, to him in partial trade my hat of disguise that I had the little beret, just because you never know when mm-hmm. you need to avoid John Law. Mm-hmm. 
and I have, this would wipe me out. Uh, but that would effectively be the trade for the spoon gun, and I can pay for the... Uh, if you give him the hat of disguise, he'll give you both guns. Fuck yeah. Mm. And you know, I've been working on this thing. You know, dog slices, you know, the... the, mm. the, the Obviously. The, yeah. The cultural weapon of the goblins. What if you put a bomb on it? <laughs> you really need to set up shop in Absalom. You think so? I think you could do big money. Well, do you have a, maybe we maybe we should talk again later. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, write out for him the address of uh, the playhouse in Absalom. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you should uh, check it out. Just remember to call um, the chief, uh, His Majesty. He really likes when people call him His Majesty. Oh, yes, and my name is Salt Peter. <clears throat> Salt Peter. Yeah. All right. Love it. Uh, he shakes your hand. This is a very good day for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come back to the others with this oversized hand cannon and a gun that fires spoons. What you been doing? Um, I met this guy called Salt Peter. My new favorite person, Index. Sorry, uh, you, you don't count because I met you back home. I'm just, I am unconstrained by any geography in terms of your uh, 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 acclaim. She has a point. You got it. Well, I mean, no offense, but she is like the coolest person I've basically met, so. Oh my God. What? Calamus, you are the coolest cactus I've ever met. Oh my God. You know, I don't know how much that actually means to you because you seem like the sort of person that is utterly unbothered by other people's opinions. It's one of the things I like about you. You're a whole experience. It's it's good. I I grin at you, and there's just so many teeth. Oh God! <laughs> I always I always imagine goblin mouths as being a little bit like sharks in that regard. There's just more teeth in there. They um. Don't grow new ones. They just have a finite amount. They're just loads of them. Just always teeth. What lovely teeth you have there. I love it. <laughs> well, my folks are very big on dental hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just get a good stick and you chew on it. Uh, H2 just sort of comes back from wherever she's been wondering and sees that Ist now has two firearms. Um, I imagine one, they look a little bit like a water pistol, like a hardcore super soaker, um, given how big it is and how small it is. Um, one fires spoons. By the way. Yeah, the fires bullets, but you know. That's not as fun. I see. Um, oh, also, if you if you critically fail with the uh, with the it big boom explode. gun, you'd, it would explode in your face. Yeah, because it uses so much gunpowder. <laughs> I love this. I love goblins. But so it does. Much. It is a. It's a. It is a handgun, a single-handed weapon with the fatal D twelve trait. <laughs> Okay. Uh, to be to be clear to August uh, and to our listeners, uh, Ist is not proficient in firearms. Uh, you specifically, I think, have to be a gunslinger to do that, or just trained 
actively to do it. So at the moment, you just you just need to have martial proficiency. At this point, I just have these for the purpose of looking cool. Mm-hmm. Give scroll of martial proficiency. Yeah, the the spoon gun is for Ist's goblin siblings back home. Mm-hmm. I love this for you. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, the the thing about gunslingers in Pathfinder Second Edition is that they start with expert proficiency in firearms, ah. um, but firearms are just simple and and they're just weapons. So like, if you have simple or martial weapon proficiency, you can use them. Just not as good as a gunslinger could. That's fair. Can't do the fancy stuff. Yeah, gunslingers also get their um, uh, like They're special white. ways to reload. Yeah, yeah. I will play a gunslinger one day. Gunslingers are cool. This is a cool game. Gunslingers are fucking dope. I love. Them. Yeah, uh, anyway. Soren Sital was a was a gunslinger. Check out the sagas of the Sunless Reach if you have not mm. already, dear listeners. Check out sagas of the Sunless Reach. Uh, all right, so you're shopping. Uh, has completed, and now you make your way to the manor. When you reach it, you can see both its unusual shape and signs of active magic within. Each of its two floors is 15 feet tall, while a small section of the southern ceiling rises into a tower shape another 40 feet above the second floor. Flashing, multicolored magic lights shines the windows and energy visibly pulses out from the building, seeping into the surrounding area. Like, as you come up, you see, like, a little pulse of, like, purple magic kind of go over the cobblestones of the path outside, and one of them, like, turns into, like, tin for a second. Aliraha rattles in concerns. You see that? My manor was once filled with numerous magical experiments. To keep it safe from thieves and intruders, I had it covered in wards, keeping all of the magic sealed within its walls. But something, or more likely someone, has broken several wards. Quickly now, get me inside. It's safe to enter the building for now, but if too many more of the wards become compromised, uncontrolled magical energy could surge out into the city streets. People could die. Yo, shit. Let's hustle. Let's hustle. Let's hustle. Let's hustle. Uh, I think I've already put you on the map. Yes. Uh, And I'm going to read a very long introduction. Okay. The eastern wall of this elegant foyer displays a statue of Nex, covered in a wide array of multicolored runes. Several other runes and lines of magic energy, seeming to originate from other parts of the house, coalesce in a strange magic circle surrounding the statue's base. The statue's left hand holds a staff that lights up in apparently random color sequences. Glowing runes on the rest of the walls shimmer, spin, and spill out into the adjoining chambers. Flashes of mystic lights going off in other parts of the house are visible beneath the doorways. A deep thrumming sound can be heard throughout, though its source cannot be determined. Alirha's eyes glow a vibrant red and flash in disbelief at the sight before her. Oh goodness, it's worse in here than I thought. I don't think I can permanently repair the wards here without significant time and look at my old notes. However, my statue of next is supposed to be this focal point as well as being a lovely bit of decor. So if you place me over there on top of it, I should be able to keep the magical bleed from getting any worse. That'll buy you all some time to look around and find what we need. But be careful, Pathfinders. I suspect that how terrible the damage is, that it may be deliberate. 
and someone has a trap waiting for you. I keep backup copies of the more important notes of my true name research around the manor, hidden by magic and defenses that only I had keys to surpass. It's likely that all this damage to the wards has been done to reveal my hidden research. Thankfully, that shouldn't deactivate the rest of the defenses I put into place, which was hopefully enough to scare our thieves off. But that will mean that whatever they didn't manage to overcome, you all will have to do so, as I no longer have my relics to deactivate the defenses, and it would take more time than we have to make new ones for each room. I'm counting on you all to find whatever notes you can and make your way upstairs, but don't fret if one of the challenges seems impossible for you all. I'm still a highly skilled wizard after all. I put my notes in such a, together in such a way that not every single part is needed to piece the research back together. Oh, and feel free to take any useful items you find. You can even keep them. After all, as I am, they're not exactly going to be any good in my hands. <laughs> and she turns her attention to focus on the wards. Yeah, I'll um, sit her on the statue wherever she wants to be, whether it's on the head or like on one of the hands, wherever she's comfy. You, yeah, you can put her like on the on the on the pedestal. Uh, on like the the base of it, and like she kind of glows and begins to float, and she says, "Okay, I uh, I can give you if you'd like um, a rundown on on any important things. If you have any questions, feel free to come back and ask me them uh, as you go. But be careful, my friends. There is much to be found, uh, and so you are in uh, the what she tells you is the universal foyer. All right." A number of my uh, the chambers in my house uh, are dedicated to the various schools of magic. So uh, that might be a, a good way of knowing what sort of tricks and traps uh, are yet to be, to be found. All right, Mindy, time to put that big brain of yours to good use. All right. I have my... Uh, you and Ralph? <laughs> me and Ralph. I've got my guy with me. I've got... Ah, yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello. It's me, Ralph. I'm up. I'm here. Oh, good. He's got a funny accent today. <laughs> Hello. Um, uh, you see, like, yeah, the little, little, uh, what is it, tuxedo rat? What's it called? He's a, mm -hmm. he's a hooded rat. A hooded rat. Little hooded rat with a little jaunty cap crawls uh, out of uh, Minnie's bag and says, By the way, Miss Melrose, if you ever want to talk about the things that happened, I am here to offer you my condolences <laughs> and my sympathies. Thanks, but, buddy. Yes. We're going to do some mystic investigation today, aren't we, chums? <laughs> my, my mistress has, has grown in power. I regret letting this creature speak. <laughs> I was just about to compliment you. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't in character. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good job. You hurt the feelings of a rat. <laughs> I hurt my baby boy's feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> and giving me the power of speech. I can help anybody who needs to make arcane checks. Yeah. And he also, he, he rubs his little paws together in the way that rats do. Perfect. How many doors are there off? The, is that four doors off here? Uh, there are four doors off of this room. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm using a new um, piece of the Roll20 in, uh, interface that I have not used before, which is that you can just make doors that players can open and close. Mm. Um, huh. Previously, I had to, I had to uh, handle it um, manually, but it's now it's like a thing that you can just like place doors for people, which is cool. Um, but yeah, just describe like how you're moving around spaces and like what, you're, what oh. doors you're opening and stuff. 
All right, guys, which one do we want to head through first? I do think we should stick together. I agree. At least for now. Um, I will summon up my mage hand just so I have it available. Which door should we open first, friends? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> Uh, it seems, uh, Elira says, so those doors just open into kind of the next room that has some, some rooms off from it. Uh, I believe that one, uh, that way lies the, do, 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 the abjuration room. And then from there you can, you can move to other, other chambers. Let's start with Mindy's, uh, Strong suit. particular skill set. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's this way? Right. Um, yeah, do we want to have... H2 and Mindy at the front. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then uh, Calamus and Ist behind with Digby in between. Do we need to stay on the ground floor for the abjuration-themed room? Yeah, the abjuration-themed room is the one to the east. Uh, upstairs is, is like more rooms. Cool. Okay. So if there is a compass on here, uh, it's hidden by... Dynamic lighting. Uh, there's, if there is, it's not like it, it's just. You can just assume that it's arrayed like north is up. Okay, then let's head uh, east then. So you see uh, a display room containing numerous magical weapons, jewelry items, tomes, crystals, and other baubles. To the north and south, eight different cabinets with indentations display eight different items, seven of which are surrounded by a blue orb with lines of electricity running around it. On top of the cabinet furthest to the southeast, a charred and unrecognizable item remains, uh, lies in place of one of the orbs. Be right, this one. Hmm. Eight schools of magic, right? Well, I thought this was the abjuration room. No, but I mean, these different cabinets, right? Hmm. Is each of them to do with a different school? I'm like, cra- like, I've poked my face, like, round the door frame next to your hip. <laughs> Trying mm-hmm. to see. I mean, I assume it's safe to just walk into the room, right? Then why are you stood in the doorway? I don't know. I just gently give her a little push. Just a gentle push. <sighs> forward, like. Alright, I walk forward into the room. Do I die instantly? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. What a relief. I give I give a little like gesture widely and look back at it's like, are you coming or what? I'm I'm right behind you. Perhaps you can't see me, given how much fabric this skirt is made of. I'm right fucking here. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. Let's investigate these items and see if they align with this uh, theory of the schools of magic. So it does not describe what the items are specifically, but you can tell each alcove contains an item surrounded by a magical barrier, and there is a different rune on each item. Okay. Uh, can I just do an arcana check to yeah. investigate? Um, you recognize, you automatically recognize these runes uh, as commonly used in shielding and warding spells. Okay. You can tell, oh, so each of these items that is floating above the cabinet is the key to opening the cabinet underneath. Hmm. So, uh, looks like this cabinet was broken into already. Yeah. Is there any indication of, I'm just going to, like, can I? It looks like somebody tried to get the item out of the orb, mm. um, but 
did it either poorly or was in too much of a rush and destroyed the item. Mm, I see. So the cabinet should still be safe, right? Yeah, but there's no way to open it now. Okay. Cool. Beyond, like, smashing it open. Well, I have to leave that one. Okay, I just have to home. leave that one. smashing it open, you say? Mm, could be. Could be. Get your spoon gun. I was thinking more about our very strong robot lady friend. But, you know. I can smash. <laughs> Is it safe to smash? Um, What's up here on this little, like, dais or stage thing here? Oh, in the center of the room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like a big, uh, big display of like, oh, usually there's like a couple of suits of like, um, Mwangi like armor, uh, and, and like, uh, Garundi like cultural weapons that are like, uh, like shields and stuff. Okay. Um, like these, these, you get the idea that the, these cabinets are, are the place, things that, where the research is being held, but like also around this place, this place is just full of like really, Expensive cultural called cultural artifacts. Okay, and this is the abjuration room that you were talking about, right? It's not like up this here. This is yeah. This is okay. this is this is the abjuration room. Close That's a different room. Don't open doors unless you're going into the room. Yep, I closed it again. So each item, Mindy sussed out each item above the cabinet can be used to open or deactivate the shielding orb within the it. cabinet beneath. Okay. Yes, and you can use your under you like you have to like attune uh and you have to like understand the nature of each ward to be able to access the item within it. Okay. Which allows you to like touch the item and then like use it to unlock the, the cabinet. Okay. Cool. This is a puzzle, right? Like this is a puzzle, or is this like just I mean it's a skill challenge, certainly. Cool. Uh, I don't think you've been given enough like tangible. There's not like it's not like solve all these riddles. It's just you know you can make the checks yeah. to, and describe how it works. Um, but it is like in in universe a puzzle, yes. Yeah. And the damaged cabinet is probably just going to have to be broken into. Well, it looks like pro- looks like that one has been like fully charred. Mm-hmm. You're not sure if if like the stuff in the 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 information inside is even still like. Salvageable. Yeah. Mm. All right. Is it just going to be Arcana checks, or can we each use our different magical? You could do. You could try. Yeah, you could try any other magical stuff. Though Arcana will likely be the easiest. You could also try to uh, dispel, disable the device with thievery. Oh, um, cool. Or even attempt to just just force open the cabinet with athletics. Uh, oh, would wait, Mindy no. be able? Never mind. To identify. No, you could try. Oh. I was going to say, would Mindy be able to identify which one would be the one that we'd have the most luck doing, like a thievery check on or an athletics check on, given the nature of the wards? I th- so I think Mindy actually, I I was I had only read half the sentence. It says trying to force Mindy would be able to tell. Without twenty five, Mindy would be able to tell that trying to force it would just count as a failure. Mm, right, I see. So unfortunately, forcing it is not an option. All right. Well, if we want to try to get all these cabinets open, I just don't want Mindy to have to be the only one making checks here. Yeah, I mean, you've got we've got an occultist and a nature mage, and yeah. H two, do you have you are you trained in any of the magical uh, skills? Um, I 
am trained in religion. Okay, and that would also work. Uh, I guess I'm just going to, like, start. Also, don't forget that uh, Ralph can help you with your arcana checks. Can give you... Yes, I would love to! Bonuses. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna just start with. Um, he would even he would even use Arcana to aid other people uh, with other skills. Oh, cool! Can I just try to open uh, this? He should maybe go with H two then, because I feel like H two has got the gonna need the most of a. Hello, you're up. quite big, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but he's really enjoying being tall here. Mm. I'm. I can see forever. Do not grow accustomed to it. All right. Uh, can I try to open this cabinet in front of me with Arcana? Absolutely. Give it a shot. 15. That is unfortunately a failure. Uh, a little, you get zipped uh, by a little little bit of electricity. I like shake off. You take five lightning damage. Oh. Oh, dear. Oh. Okay. Your hair just got real big. <laughs> uh, and you, you're like, oh, okay. You got to be careful because if you fail on that one again, it will destroy the item. Cool. Like the 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 cabinet like rattles kind of ominously. Sweet, awesome. Meanwhile, Ist Digsby and uh, not Ist uh, Ist not Digsby Ist Calamus and H two. You want to give yourselves a shot? Digsby's token so fucking big. <laughs> He's a big boy. I clicked on it at first, thinking it was my token, but no, I'm the tiny one. Uh, just yeah. quickly before we start making checks, um, Zach, uh, the aid is that a status bonus on a successful aid check, or a circumstance bonus? Uh, I think it's circumstance. I would also think circumstance. Because I think like circumstance is a thing. That's yeah. Sort of. Cool. Circumstance bonus. In which case, as I pass. Uh, H2, I'm going to drop a guidance on her just to give a plus one status bonus as she's working on this cabinet. So you'll be able to get that, and if Ralph's successful to aid, that'll give you another little bonus as well. Because status bonus and circumstance bonus do stack. Nice. Uh, In that case, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, we'll give me one second just to make sure how this works for Ralph. Fantastic. Yeah, he automatically succeeds. So Ralph just gives you a plus one. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Ralph doesn't have to, even have to roll. Tight. And if Mindy was a master in uh, in Arcana, Ralph would automatically critically succeed. Oh, oh wow. that's dope as hell. I am simply an expert. Give it time. All right. So I'm going to roll this and add plus two to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I am pondering the orb. For a 25 total. Fuck yes! Nice. 25 is a success. Um, there's like a there's like a little um, uh, like scrap of like religious writing in there that you manage to like pull out very gently cupping your hands. Um, it reminds you some a little bit of the celestial runes that were on Vrisk, the uh, golem, the proto-golem you met. And you press it to the cabinet door, and the door slides open, and there's a uh, sheaf of paper inside. And you have found one, not a full fragment. So, like, it looks like it looks like you found part of a fragment. Each of these rooms will probably have part of Aliraha's research, and this is part of part. Mm. But you have gotten 
uh, about a fifth of what you need to 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 cobble together a, a research fragment. I see. Oh yeah. I want to frown at the one that I failed at and then move to a different one and try again because I'm afraid to fuck it up again. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen is a, is a success. You managed to. This looks like it's like a horn of some kind, like a bit of carved ivory, uh, and you just grab it and press it against the cabinet, and another sheaf of papers uh, opens up. You want to go, Calamus? Um, yeah. Although I'm more nervous about it than I was when uh, we started this. Now knowing that we can ruin them. Yeah, it's just a little bit of electric damage if you get it. Hmm. <laughs> I assume it'll only explode if you crit fail. And you've got hero points. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. How many hero points should I have? Um, if you had one when you signed into roll 20, you should get a second one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got Arcana, so let's see. Fuck yes. Hey. That's a critical success. Woo! Feel better. Hell yeah. Um, and the one I'm in front of. Yeah, this one is like some kind of like key. Uh, like a brass key, and it feels warm in your hands as you reach into the ward, pull it out, and press it against the thing. Um, you actually know now, you got like a feel for it. You actually get a plus two bonus to every attempt to uh, interact with these wards. Oh. All of us do, or just yeah. Calamus? Just Calamus. Uh, Calamus also is probably like, for a second, pressing it up against their like little cactus cheek, like, oh, it's so warm. It is really nice. It, it reminds you of the, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Thuvia, but the sun, the land of the sun orchid. And it, like, kind of, you feel like warmth rush over your skin, your, your, like, uh, cactus rind. Aww. Well, sweet. Alrighty. Calamus should do this one that we fucked up, like, that I fucked up earlier. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll move over to yours, be like, hey, let me grab that. <laughs> I'm sure I'll succeed twice in a row. I'm going to try the one I'm in front of while Calamus is heading over to Mindy. Cool. Uh, that's a 25. Boom. 25 is a normal success. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this looks like it's like a... Uh, it's kind of weird. It's like a pillow. Um, but it's like, it's like heavy. It's a very heavy, very dense pillow. It's like cool and soft as you as you hold it. And you press it against the door, and the door opens. And you have four fragments of this area's uh, research. Nice. Alrighty. Carlos, you want to have a go at the uh, the fucked up one? Uh, um, I'm just going to roll it, and then we can add two to whatever it is. Yep. Sure. Because it doesn't pop up with You can roll nature. I can roll nature? Yeah. Because yeah. it's your magic... Oh, School. well, shit. I'm going to roll that instead of Arcana. It, it's just got a higher DC. Yeah, but now you've got the plus two, so you can still do nature if you would rather. All right. I'll do nature and whatever that is, plus two. Oh, no. 19? 19. So 19. 19's a success. Okay. Nice. Heck yeah. I didn't ruin this thing. Woo. So, and it wouldn't be this one. It would be this one, because um, that one was, was the one that H2 did. Oh, um, and you—it's—it's it's like a, and the one that Mindy did was down here. So <laughs> Mindy was like, "Calmus, come here and do this one." And Calmus said, "Okay," and walked to the one next to the one they had already done and did that instead. <laughs> this one—that's funny. Uh, 
Yeah, and this one is like some like a reservoir of oil. Um, that kind of smells like spicy, uh, in like a little in a little copper jar, uh, and you press that to the thing, and you get you've now gained one complete research fragment. Should we keep opening the last what? Two, two, three. two. no, two. two, two, the one that you tried once and the one that isn't damaged. I'll, I can let you know. It, you don't think it'll be like. This is a lot of like you. You're already coming across redundancies in some of these notes. You don't think you'll need to like get open every single one. Okay. Okay. Cool. Then do we want to head out the top or out the bottom of this room? And what do you do? What do you do with the with the research fragment? Who should hold on to it? This wouldn't be a question if you'd let Calamus get the wig of holding. That's true. How's it? How's it going in there? I mean, like, maybe we gather the research up and bring it to Aliraha and see what she wants us to do with it. Yeah, let's bring this first one out to her. And then, because mm-hmm. if it helps her with what she's doing, all the better. For sure. Yeah, so you bring you bring it out, uh, the notes. And it's like the, 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 um, the rune-encrusted glowing statue is glowing even brighter now. Aliraha is like kind of levitating at its feet. Uh, as you and as you come, she like telekinetically grabs all the papers and like, let me take a look at that. And she's like speed reading. Says, okay, this is not enough yet that I, for me to complete my research. But if you can bring me back what you find as you find it, I can give you a running tally of how far or, or close we are from from uh, success. All right, sounds like as good a plan as any that we got. Shall we try? This door here. Uh, certainly. I'll, if everyone's cool with it, I'll uh, summon my mage hand and open the door from about here. Cool. Uh, you see a room completely bereft of windows and lit only by dim magical orbs mounted on each wall. Two perfectly smooth crystal balls lie in the center of two large tables near the center of the room. The other furniture in the room has been tossed. The shelves have been ransacked, and a pair of mirrors on the far eastern side lie shattered on the floor, revealing an empty indentation in the eastern wall. Well, might be worth doing a quick look round, but whatever might have been in here, I think's gone. Does somebody with better perception than me want to have a look? <laughs> yeah, my perception, my perception's okay. It's a nine, but. I think Calamus has the best perception out of all of us for what it's worth. Yeah, how did I get a 12? Nice. <laughs> You're wise as a druid. Um, You're a druid. How are you going to do all this? Well, I was just going to ask, is there any way that we can tell, like, how long ago this happened? Like, are we hot on the tail of somebody who's going through here, or have they been and gone already? Like, is there a way for us to tell? Well, I'll tell you. The sin, the like, charge stuff in the uh, abjuration uh, display room, we're still smoking. Ah. Oh. Okay.
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!